Hey, before we get started, I just want to give you guys a content warning. There is talk of suicide, drug abuse, and self-harm in this episode. And if that would make this a tough listen, go ahead and skip this one. Thanks. Hey guys, Princess here and welcome to another episode of By Pumpkin. Yeah, this week I have a guest and you know, that's rare. <laughs> it's rare because I don't like talking to people and I know, <laughs> you know, this is the problem with my, like my mom. Like my mom will just say things like, like if I was on the phone with her and she was like, I don't know, Sam's Club or Costco or someplace, BJ's with my dad. And my dad um, was like trying to get boxes to put the items in, you know. And my mom's like talking to the phone and then she just yells out, I don't like boxes. <laughs> I hate boxes. I don't, I don't, I don't want to live in a world with boxes. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? And it turned out that she just was like, she just like put out a lot of trash and like figured, done a lot of shit. So she just didn't want any more boxes in her house. But instead of just saying, I, um, at this moment, I don't want to bring more boxes that I have to break down home. She just yells out, I don't like boxes, <laughs> which is incoherent <laughs> but I do that too I'll just decide I'll just be like I'm done I'm 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 done with this commonplace item and I am no longer accepting the use of that and uh that's a long way to go around to tell you guys do not listen to me when I say things like I don't like talking to people well I do like talking to people when I want to talk to people. Someone um, recently asked me, isn't it annoying to have kids? And I was like, yeah, yeah. But they're like, they're annoying people, but they're no more, like everybody in the world annoys me, including the person I'm talking to right now. Like everybody annoys me. Uh, The love of my life. I adore him. He annoys me the most. I mean, there's nobody on earth who does not annoy me. So... (laughs) And I'm always kind of annoyed. So like, I wouldn't blame the children for it. You know what I'm saying? What the fuck am I talking about? Guest, guys, guest. Uh, as you guys, I've told you many times, doing a podcast is not digging ditches. It's not that hard, but it is not easy. And it means that you often have to get on here and talk when you don't feel like in the mood, when you don't think you could say another thing. Sometimes I get sick of hearing myself. Yeah, I get sick of hearing the shit I say in, in the way I say it. But I gotta record that week. And also, like, um, part of it is making sure sometimes you have guests so you can liven up your podcast. And it's difficult for me to pick guests because I want someone I like, I want someone with all the right opinions, but they need to laugh at my jokes, I'm funny. They need to, they need to you know, respond. And then, <laughs> And then also, like, am I going to have chemistry with them? Are they going to say something really wild that I'm going to have to, like, go back and edit out because I cannot let that go out into the world? I don't know. But one person I almost never have that feeling with is Liz. Liz and I have great chemistry. She is my first, she was my first podcast friend. And so it's very easy for me to record with her. And it's also very easy for me to record something like Mob Wives, which is, you know, each of our, like, we each care a lot about this show. And, you know, we probably are, are like one of 75 people in the world to care about this fucking show. Like when Drita got arrested, I just texted Liz, Drita! (laughs) 
Like, because I had to. I had to. She would want to know. She, like, she needed to know about Drita. So what you guys are getting today is me and Liz talking about the Junior is a Rat episode where, and, you know, it's a little less structured than I normally do. I'm, I'm, I, I've realized that I am actually a recapper, which means that I just tell you what happened and I give commentary, but I will tell you everything that happened. But in this episode, it's less of a recap and more of just me and Liz talking off the cuff, which is always fun. So listen to this. Uh, remember as we that we are getting more guests coming on. I am out. I'm actively out here looking for people that I can talk to. I have several people in mind that I'm going to be reaching out. And they're going to be coming on and talk about certain things, both on the Patreon, because you know we're doing celebrity rehab on the Patreon. Um, yeah, so uh, good stuff coming, and I have some more announcements coming, but uh, I'll be able to talk about it in due time. So, but for now. Enjoy the podcast. Enjoy Liz. Thanks for listening. Later. Hi, Liz. Hi, Princess. Thank you so much for coming on the show. So I would have been a little, I think, offended if you did this episode without me. <laughs> I know. It was always planned to have you here because, like, as I always say, in our like our Venn diagram of what we enjoy, this is in both our circles. Okay. This is in the middle. Oh, so squarely in the middle. Yeah, I like Mob Wives was such, you know, watching it now, I do see how ridiculous it is. I mean, not that I didn't see it before, but I do realize that people who have not seen it before, who weren't watching it in the moment, might be watching it now going, why was this even a thing? You know, watching this episode tonight, I thought what I always thought when I watched this, which is I cannot fucking believe they got this on camera. You know, they're very, very surprised. There are uh, interviews with Jen, Jen who's the mm-hmm. sister, who the executive producer from the show. And she was just like, she, even in the interview, she's like, yeah, like same. She didn't, she didn't, she can't believe she got this either. Um, I think, so when I was reading all the articles that came out at this time, um, I think everybody's like, perception was whoa (laughs) this Mm -hmm. was a little dumb show and then it got real you know Mm -hmm. because yeah even like think basketball wives when we watch basketball wives we're not watching actual basketball wives we're watching former wives of basketball players usually former 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 and so when mob wives came on i was really like yeah these people are like obviously adjacent but no longer in (laughs) you know what I mean like Mm -hmm. yeah I will say though like I know for me the reason that I watched the show in the beginning because I was like oh shit they got Karen Gravano to do this like because I've always been a little bit not that I'm like super into the mob I just like shit like that I don't know I watched a lot of A&E as a child (laughs) Like, you know what I mean I'd watch those like biographies on John Gotti and like that type of shit yeah so I always knew like who Sammy the Bull was. So I was like, oh shit, she's like really connected to the mob. That's like part of the reason I tuned in is because like you said, it's just so rare that a reality TV show like features actually involved people. Right, right. Like that new show, not not the one made that. I mean, the one that's like, what is it fucking called? Cartel, cartel crew or whatever. 
I don't know if I've even seen a preview for that. I, I've never seen it because I was just like, I like this is a time honored tradition of you getting me the third cousin of, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Of uh-huh. Zelda. <laughs> and, and this Zelda was another one that Annie loved. Oh my God. And you know, so obviously I've watched Cocaine Cowboys, obviously. So then cocaine cowboys 2 came out remember it's the ex-lover of griselda who they've obviously given a thousand dollars and just filmed him walking around and he he sounds like a police report he's always like and this is where we lived in this domicile and i'm like who told you to use these words (laughs) but yeah like uh mob wives was like very much lightning in the bottle um i want to ask you liz if Mm -hmm. If we committed a crime together, would you cooperate with the feds? Okay. Most likely, yes. Like, I know you have said you would. Absolutely. Um, so <laughs> when awesome. at one point, my ex-boyfriend that was in and out of jail a lot, like, did something really fucking stupid with his best friend and his best friend, like, ratted on him. And I was like, who cares? <laughs> like, I was like, you were already caught. Like, yeah, of course that guy, like yeah, he's soft. Like that was on you. Like, I was like, that was your fault for doing this with him. Like he was so mad. Although then he like got over it and they were good friends until that kid uh, passed away sadly, but they were, he cliff cliff jumping in Hawaii at nighttime. Don't do that. Mm -hmm. Don't do that. Don't jump off cliffs at nighttime because they can't find you when you go under the water. Um, but is that they, what happened? Like, like he went under the water and they just could not, he drowned. Yeah. Like he hit his head or something. And oh my God. by the time they real, because he was like the first one to go over, you know, like the first one to jump off, they were a little drunk. Like they had oh. had a couple drinks. They weren't like wasted, but they were like, obviously not like at a hundred percent capacity. Yeah. He went first. It was like dusk turning into darkness And because it was like a pretty high cliff by the time they kind of realized, like, you know what I like, it was like, I think like a full minute by the time they realized, and then they like, couldn't find his body. And eventually like, um, like a search and rescue diver was thankfully able to find the body, Uh, but like, that's what happened. He went underwater and they couldn't see him. It's it was all about your kid, man. Oh Oh my God. His mom, (laughs) it's like. And she was the, he was the only child to a single mother. It was like the most horrific thing in the world. He had also been a longtime heroin addict and got off dope like a month before he went to Hawaii, which is like, who I remember being like, what? Like, cause my ex had called me and he's like, you know, that this person died. I was like, oh my God, he OD'd. And he was like, no, (laughs) like, it's not funny, but it's just so outrageous that like you are shooting dope every day for like five years of your life. And then you die some other way. But all that to say, they um, got really high on Xanax and like blacked out and stole a bunch of <laughs> construction equipment. Oh, yeah. Um, which is the, boyfriend. the okay. funniest thing in the world. And they like they, that shit all has trackers on it. Like, because they're like a $100,000 piece of, of equipment. Of course. Like, and so they had trackers on it and they picked up the friend and the friend was like, yeah. And then. Like, I remember the friend and I hanging out and him being like, well, like, 
they had all of the stuff. So I just told like, wait, was, was it like, at his yeah. house? It wasn't his it house. It was at one of his dad's work properties. Oh my God. You brought his They're dad into it. Oh my God. Uh, here's the thing about construction that I never knew until I dated this kid is that a lot of people start construction businesses with hot um, equipment. Yeah, because it's expensive. Because it's start- so fucking expensive. And you can get an ex if you can get an excavator for $25,000 instead of $100,000. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that was a thing because I was like, why the, like, what? But apparently, like, in, obviously, most people don't do this. But a lot of people in construction will buy hot equipment just because you can get it, obviously, so cheap. Um, but I think that has changed in the world of GPS. Right, right, right. <laughs> like, I, I think he missed, like, the fact that there was GPS at this point. But, like, yeah, he was so mad. And I was like, yeah, but, like, you committed a crime with someone. Like, that was your right? B. Right? And, like, it's not like he lied and said you did it. You did yeah. do it. Yeah. And I will say, like, when the cops came to talk to me about him a few years later... Like, I didn't say anything about him. I I didn't know the thing. They were trying to get him for burglaries that I actually know he didn't do because at the time they were, like, asking me about, like, a Tuesday, two weeks before. And I was, like, I don't – I was so out of my fucking mind. I was, like, <laughs> screaming, crying at the – I was, like, full Renee with two <laughs> police officers sitting in my home. Like, I'm sure my little studio apartment reeked of weed, like – I had happened to put the bowl away before I took a nap. And when I was woken up by the officers at my door, I let them come into my studio apartment. I like pulled out two chairs for them and I was sitting on my bed sobbing. And I was like, I don't know what happened two weeks ago. And then I like later remembered he actually was with me. I was like able to remember paper I turned in that next day. And I was like, oh yeah, he was with me that night. But like, I will say for, I guess like the pat on my back is that like, I didn't tell them anything about him but like mostly because they were only asking me about specific things that I like genuinely didn't know about but like I knew about a bunch of other shit by then like but I I, they weren't asking me about it I was so out of my mind like I I wasn't bringing it up but if they had asked me directly probably and also you weren't in trouble yeah yeah exactly he did have oh my god before like in the year before we met he was dating this girl and they were going to a party driving drunk of course I mean of course why wouldn't you be driving drunk and he crashed the car like into a pole or something like it was just a one car accident so they hopped out of the car and he broke the the window so that he could report the car stolen um and he did and he got arrested for insurance fraud and she got arrested too and she didn't rat on him and she she ended up getting a a charge too and convicted in pennsylvania there's this thing called adr which is like most states have it basically it's just like if you go through with your it's your first offense and if you go through with your probation it comes off your record totally like it gets expunged and most people that get reality is most people that gets used for DUIs, right? Like, yeah, yeah. like everybody I ever worked with in a restaurant had an ADR DUI. Mm-hmm. And then a couple years later, she ended up getting a DUI and it had to stay on her record because she had already used ah! her ADR. On a fucking insurance fraud. <laughs> on an insurance fraud. And I just always remember being like, that girl's dumb. She is. I like, for me, I, I don't fuck around with police, right? No. Um, I don't let them in my house. 
I don't answer questions. I don't do any of that stuff. That was looking back. I'm like, I, I don't know why I let them in my house because there have been other times that like I once I faked a breathalyzer to police like at a no. party I wasn't driving but I was 20 years old and I was at a party and the police came and they made everybody who was under 20 call their parents and I was like or 21 call their parents I'm like I'm not fucking calling my parents <laughs> fuck that and I um because you've been living alone for a while this point. oh a while at that point and all my friends that were with me there were 21 years old so they were all able to leave and a friend had told me once that he took a breathalyzer and just didn't exhale. And I was like a little drunk. I wasn't like shitty drunk, but I was like a little drunk, went into the bathroom. I like chewed a million things of gum. Like I had a whole thing of gum in my mouth and I like came out and I, I was like, if, um, if I just chewed gum, like, will that be an issue? Because like, I was a criminal justice major and I was like, let me just like get him to admit that would fuck things up. And he's like, well, do you want to wait two hours and it won't be an issue? And I was like, oh no, I'll just do it now. And I just in like put my shoulders up and like dramatically let them down. And I blew zero zero. My friend was so fucking mad at me. Why? Like, Why? Because, and before she was like, what, what do you mean you're going to take the breathalyzer? I was like, don't worry about it. I'm going to take the breathalyzer. <laughs> so like I have been, there were other times cops came to my house. Like I just was so out of my skull at that point in time that like looking back, I'm like, I cannot believe you just let you're just like, oh, come in. I like, (laughs) yeah, I was like I said, I was just like scream, like full Renee hysterical out of my mind. But I agree, like in my right mind, no talking to police, not letting them in your house, never let them search your car. Like Right. And just like, and for me, like I mostly mind my business. And it's not saying that I'm not going to, if I feel like I need to speak up so justice can be served, whatever the fuck that is. Yeah. I'm not saying that I wouldn't like do that. I probably would. But if it's like, did you, do you know about if someone took this destruction equipment? I'd be like, I, I don't know anything. I gotta go. I, that's, yeah. I don't want to be also, involved in that. I know the cops, like my privilege is like a white girl at that time you know what I mean I was probably 19 or like 20 years scared old when this happened like I was hysterical I know they were probably like this is our daughter like let me rock her like <laughs> you know what I mean like I like I they were being very nice to me and I could tell they were like like I was in a very privileged position when I did yeah. that you know what I mean like they were coming into my studio they were like oh we were talking about how like hard I worked and like going to school and they definitely were like not in coming at me to like get me in trouble and that's probably because I was just like a privileged white girl that yeah. looked sad <laughs> but I'm saying this that if I am in danger of doing 10 years and I can get mm-hmm. two I'm sorry I'm definitely writing and that's why I try not to commit crimes right start mm-hmm. from there and then two Please don't commit any crimes with me, guys. Don't even don't come over my house after you do it. Don't do any of that stuff because I'm not doing jail time. Okay. I mean, what is it? You know, it's the prisoner's dilemma. Have you heard of that? No. I took a class once. At, I think it's game theory. It's called the prisoner's dilemma. I, actually, I we talked about both those things in class. I don't know if they're actually related, but basically it's like the chances that the person that you did the crime with will rat on you versus like the chances that they won't, if you don't say anything and like statistically you should say something you, yeah. everybody Google the prisoner's dilemma that this was 12 years ago now, probably that I took this class and 
I was not, this was like around the same time as this arrest happened. So I was not in a great state of mind, but basically the idea is like, everybody's kind of out for themselves. And so like, you're weighing the risk of like, if that person will talk before you and what deal you're get, and like, you come out on top ratting always. Yeah. I mean, and like I've said before, I know people think that from watching all these TV shows, procedurals and stuff that people, that police work is done with like detective work and, and forensics and stuff, but it really isn't. It's mostly just one guy being like, okay, it was us. That's really mostly what it is. And, and so if you say nothing, you have a really good chance of like, just, just getting too old to even fuck with anymore. But I just looked it up and, um, it's actually prisoner's dilemma is opposite that, if you both don't talk, then you won't, then you'll get less time than if one of, than if you talked and took the deal, but it only, but you have to, yeah. If they don't talk too. Right. That only works there. And most, and the thing is most people people will talk. talk. Most people do. That's how they get you. And that's why you shouldn't commit crimes with other people. You should do it solo. So, so I'm just glad that we've established. Also the reason that you shouldn't commit crimes with people is because you get fucked up with more charges because shit happens even if you didn't like you didn't participate in it necessarily like do you know how many people are doing life for being in the car when someone got killed not pulling the trigger although junior pulled the trigger on that guy that died like he was the one that actually shot and it seems out of spite too because they said there's like yeah he was was another mob he was like another connected guy like he wasn't going to go to the police it says but as far as like um Oh, I just totally lost my train of thought. Sorry, I just no, it's okay. You're I just totally lost it. Oh, whatever. We're talking about like it just it's it's more likely that someone's gonna talk than not. And we all know first person that talks (laughs) gets gets the better deal. I mean, especially like for someone like me who doesn't, oh, we were talking about conspiracy charges. Like someone like me who it's not like if I go to prison, my mob family will be paying out money to my wife. Like, like that's the only reason that the mob guys don't talk. It's not out of loyal. Like it's not out of a talk. Yeah. It's not out of a, like a loyalty to the mob. It's like, I'm not going to talk so that one, I don't get killed Two, my family doesn't get killed three. They'll take care of my family why I'm in there. Like they'll collect they'll take care all of me while I'm yeah, in they'll, here. They'll collect all of the money that I have on the street, which means like all of the money yes. that gets paid out to them from loan sharks and whoever else. They're cut of dealers. this game. And they're yeah, cut exactly. Of that. Like that will still go to your wife. Like that's the main reason that they don't rat. Like it, it is. That's what's like so funny about this show is that they like make it seem like it's out of this like moral character, but it is out of their own self-interest, not to, like the guys that don't talk. It's mostly out of their own self-interest. Right. Right. And like we were talking about the conspiracy thing, laws have changed and you really and especially with um, Rico, Rico, Rico just laws. shut down the mob. That's why exactly. there's no mob anymore, because all you have to do is to be one part and you don't even have to know what everybody else is doing. And mm-hmm. now you now you've got the big charges it used to be used to take your little charge you go to jail for five years. Everything be fine. Now, exactly. now you're doing fucking 20 and the big with the big guy, you don't make big guy money. And you, yeah, well, gonna- that and rico and drug charges like drug laws like in the 60s and 70s like yeah they were running drugs but not like mass amounts of cocaine 
Yeah. That also really changed shit in the eighties when they got involved with Coke, like Mm -hmm. (laughs) you get a big sentence for Coke that you don't get for loan sharking. Yeah. Yeah. And so like, I, I, it's so hard to watch this episode. Um, the episode we guys were talking about is it's called the ultimate betrayal. It came out April 1st, April Fool's day on 2012. And it's hard to watch this show, this, this episode, right? Because (laughs) I don't know. There's just a lot of like, I, you guys heard me complaining about John Mulaney, right? I, it's, it's similar to that and that there are lots of opinions and most of them are like, wait, (laughs) that's not true. No, this part is that true. But if you can it with this, like, no, nobody's saying like the thing, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I understand they grew up in this lifestyle. So there's certain things that were ingrained in them when they were like fucking kids. But this idea that Renee's daddy and junior were hanging out playing hopscotch and singing doo-wop on the corner and the feds just got them is ridiculous okay (laughs) why won't they let him stay out for thanksgiving why do they need to get him before thanksgiving they're never gonna let you have a holiday like yeah they're not (sighs) because they want you in there on the holiday so you feel extra depressed and you're more willing to talk yeah yeah (laughs) and they act like they just don't understand that's what drives me nuts they like when they act like they have her father did his time. He just came home. It's like, well, clearly he was doing shit either before he went in that still is under the statute of limitations or while he was was in in there or in the three months since he got out, three months is a long time. Yeah. I mean, apparently he went to fucking in 1990, he went to prison for fucking tax evasion. He had five years for tax evasion. That's the first time. Then he didn't go to jail until 1990. Yeah. That's pretty impressive. And he ran Staten Island for the Bonanno crime family. Yeah. He, he, he was, had Staten Island. He was number three in that family. Like he was high up. Shit and he, high. Renee, I mean, Renee, June, like AJ was already born by 1990. Like he was an old man by that point. Yeah. So he didn't even do shit till 1990. And like, I'm just saying, I mean, he didn't even get prison till 1990, but mm-hmm. he's doing all this shit. You know what I'm saying? And he went for tax evasion. He didn't even yeah. get him on the good stuff. Well, well, you know, always, taxes you know what get they, you. Yeah, they always get you for the taxes. That's why if you are committing a crime, you're selling drugs, selling you sex, still pay taxes, pay your fucking taxes, pretend uh-huh. like it's a gambling win. No, you can even, well, yeah, well, you, you pretend can. like it's gambling, but you can actually, that might also be tax evasion. You can just declare money like that like you I'm pretty sure there's a way that you I mean obviously I'm sure nobody does it but there's a way to like declare unlawful gains yeah I mean yeah but pay your fucking taxes because if that's where they get you like you can like that's how they got Heidi Fleiss yeah I did a, I yeah, did that's the how whole, they get everybody yeah because you don't whole, pay because you don't pay taxes I had to do the whole documentary on her sure her fucking her actual charges on pandering and shit the, they she didn't she didn't get convicted on that it was a tax loan it was a tax and money loan yeah money loan yeah okay so there is a line on the taxes it says the federal government requires drug dealers and embezzlers to pay taxes on their ill-gotten gains and surprisingly mm-hmm. some do and i guess it says income from illegal activities such as money from dealing illegal drugs must be included in your income form 1040 line 21 on schedule c <laughs> 
in your form of self-employment. <laughs> yeah. And the thing is the IRS does not, you know, they're underfunded. They're, uh, that's why a lot of uh, tax crimes don't get prosecuted. They're underfunded mm-hmm. and shit. And so they, they, it's not, they don't really go after people the way you would assume they do. What happens is somebody else got an eye on you and then they're like, look at his taxes. And then they're, in, so then they're incentivized to go and do the investigation and stuff. It's mm-hmm. not like they just kind of like figure it out. But yeah, um, I, she, he's been on the street. He was on the street a very long time. And the fact that he's an old man now, I don't know. I, I do, do things just not count when you get older? What is she talking about? Yeah, I guess things don't count when they get older. I don't know. Okay, but guys, I I kind of cut down the episode because normally I recap the whole thing, but I mean it's it's just one thing happening. Um, yes, basically, Renee is still upset about Junior. She's still upset about her dad. I can't believe they were filming her. I when- mean, trigger warning, self harm. Like uh, Renee is suicidal in this. Honestly, right. I can't believe they were filming. I can't believe they got her while she was on the phone while her dad was being arrested. That was pure fucking coincidence. I, yeah, I agree. And I believe it's real because I don't think Renee would agree to like redo that. Yeah, I don't think so either. I, I, I think like, I, I think her sister being behind this was like a real driving force behind them being able to get cameras in at this moment, like in yeah. this episode when yeah. she's, well and also the fact that she's like out of her mind high right and she's she's fucked up in the yes in this episode and she's two seasons in so she knows these people she's filming like she knows the so like she's on the couch in like the scrubbiest outfit you've ever seen a huge (sighs) glass of wine her eyes are barely open like she's fucked i know and she's i like throughout this episode i was like what could we have done for renee all I know is this, is that like, obviously Renee needs therapy, but she needs therapy 20 years ago. Like, this is not, you can't look at Renee right this and be like, she should go to therapy. Yes, she yeah. should, but this well, is too late. Yeah. You look at it like that and you're like, Renee should go to inpatient treatment. Yes. Like she should go away. I'm surprised she never went on celebrity rehab. I guess she must've missed the mark for that a little. She missed it. Cause celebrity rehab started in like 2008 yeah and this is 2012 when this shit is airing so yeah, if they rebooted it she would probably go on she go on i mean she got on family boot camp i mean that was very she, interesting yeah and she went on marriage and family boot camp like she went on the regular couple one and then yeah. the other one they well, talk she, about it. i didn't watch her seat that first season but they talk about it in her in that second this well, season she was trying to get a check family. she needed to get a check and i mean this is yeah. renee is someone that was born to be on reality tv Mm-hmm. I, I can't believe Renee worked a regular job ever. Although she, you know, I, she, I was a stylist to the rappers or whatever, but <laughs> like, can you imagine working in your insurance office and Renee's like sitting next to you? No. And no. I don't know. AJ gets in trouble in school and she's like rolling on the fucking floor. Screaming on the phone at AJ <laughs> or junior. I will fucking kill you. And then she hangs up and she's like, ugh. <laughs> You want to go to Sonic for lunch? She's like, what? <laughs> Although she'd be that coworker that sometimes I like those. Co- like I had a coworker, honestly, that was kind of like her. And 
while she was awful a lot of the time, like I loved her drama, like her home life drama was so fucking wild. And I would be like, "Mm -hmm, mm hmm, tell me more. Yeah. And then you just sit there and be like, well, at least this isn't happening to me. Yeah. Well, and it was actually a a mother daughter pair where the mother was, it was honestly like real Barbara and Janelle in a way (laughs) mom was like a mega mega bitch and she would scream but then she would like come over and tell me stuff that the daughter did and then the daughter would talk about her mom like I I loved it it was so great when they weren't being like assholes to me and they were just telling me their shit like I loved it I can I feel I I'm picturing you literally getting stronger from the drama like your body getting stronger Mm -hmm, exactly (laughs) I for me like I always like to put people in a work situation and and kind of like think about how I would react to them in that. Like right now, I'm mm-hmm. watching Breaking Bad. Right, mm-hmm. I've never watched it. Um, I knew. To me. I, I just, I don't know. I just didn't want to watch it. He was sure. in his underwear too much. Those like yeah, granny draws. I, I didn't that's like that. True. I don't want to look at that. And so and so, I knew everybody hated Skylar, which is the wife. I knew that mm-hmm. from being online. Like people don't like her, and I was like, I'm prepared for this. And I was like, oh, wait, I don't like her. And even though I'm watching the show and I'm like, dude, if I was in this woman's position and when this show starts, guys, she's 42, pregnant. Her husband just got diagnosed with cancer. Her son has mm, cerebral palsy. CP, yeah, he has CP. And everything she does is, I will be freaking out. I will be bulldozing people. She doesn't listen. She doesn't intervention when he says he doesn't want to do treatment. I'm like, he doesn't have to do treatment if he doesn't want to. It's his body. But I would absolutely do all those things. I would be like, where are you kidding me? I'd be four days? dragging him to the doctor. Right. I was like, you can't leave me. I would <laughs> I would absolutely be like yeah. losing my shit. And but I hate her. And on paper, I'm like, and especially I just got to season three where he doesn't want to get a divorce. Uh-huh. So he just uh-huh. comes home and refuses to leave. And the police come and I'm like, this is exactly what it's like because it is so hard to get help in domestic things like this unless you're like bleeding from your fucking mouth. And so I was like, yeah, this happens all the time. And it is abusive to tell someone you refuse to divorce them. That is abusive. That's not right. I will say she, in my opinion, gets, it's not that she gets more likable. Her character is like, you enjoy watching her more like- season three is kind of when it starts to turn yeah but like obviously the name of the show is breaking bad and like if you read uh interviews with the creator vince gilligan i think his name is um he talks a lot about like when characters break bad like you're kind of supposed to be watching them like through that lens okay and so when skylar starts to break bad it's not a spoiler it's just and you don't care about spoilers anyway no. i know you said but it's not a spoiler but like it's the natural progression of the show right like right so when she starts to break bad, she becomes a lot more fun. To be I mean, the reality is, is that you don't like her because she's like a, or not you, the universal you, you don't like her because she fucks up the story. You know what I mean? Like you just want to be able to watch Walt do his thing. And then when his wife comes in and is nagging and annoying, it's like, what the fuck? Yeah, She's written for me not to like her. And I realized yeah. that. Yeah. Even though on paper, I'd be like, yeah, she, yeah, she's I mean, doing she the thing she rapes her in the first season what yeah in the kitchen do you remember that no she went, i'm on season she, three did i miss it i think you it's 
he comes home. It's season one or two. He comes home after a big deal and he's like comes up behind her and he's like rubbing on her. And then she's like, stop, stop. I think she has oh. like um like a face mask on her face. You okay? Okay. Google it and then rewatch just that scene. And okay, I kind of missed it because you know it's just on right now, and I'm like watching it's it. Ve- all the, the show time. is very dark, physically very dark. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Miss Kristen Ritter, like what when she dies and they're like mm-hmm. and he's and the, we're watching him try to pretend to. I mean, he doesn't know what he's doing, but doing like trying to revive her. I was like that's actually Kristen Ritter and he's just shaking her and shit. And I'm like, <sighs> but the reason, like I figured out why I really disliked Skylar. And it's because if I were working with her, she would go to HR and tell people I was aggressive. Like, yeah, yeah. She has, yeah, she's a Karen for sure. She's a Karen. And she has um, a sort of, I'm a white woman in the world owes me thing kind of to her. Like, yes, I bad things yes. are allowed to happen to me. And I demand that something be done about these things. Yes. And it's so, but she's just an example. Like a lot of times when I'm looking at a character on TV, I'll be like, so let's say I was working at an insurance place with them. What would I think of this person? <laughs> and I'd be like, why is he high all the time or whatever? But <laughs> I just find it like, I'm thinking about Renee. Renee would always be late about things. Renee always would be late, constantly on the phone screaming. Um, she might be fun sometimes. I've seen her be fun. Yeah, she but- is fun. That's why she's a good reality TV character because she puts on her leather or her like fur coat and gets sloppy <laughs> and is like smoking cigarettes and being the belle of the ball. Yeah, I so. Do you, she, you know, she's screaming about AJ a lot. Everything's been taken from AJ. AJ's Uh, devastated. AJ is on the ledge. I have a lot to say about this. So it it. starts off with her friend calling her, right? And being like, being like, Renee, you have to get up. Like you have a son. Your son cannot see you this way. Renee has the nerve to say that she holds it in until AJ leaves. I'm like, that is the biggest crock of shit I've ever heard in my life. First of all, she has never held back shit when it comes to aj she said when aj leaves she screams on the top of her head and i'm like no i believe that you scream like lambs at a slaughter but aj's there when you do it like um then she keeps going aj's over the ledge aj is like losing it aj came into my at one point she says like aj came into my room and he said it might be the next episode he said this i don't know he's like it's like my dad and my grandpa just vanished like first of all aj knew his dad was going to jail like, this is not out of the blue. The feds come and pick yeah. you up out of nowhere. Like, and this is before we find out that a, that Junior is ratted, right? Yeah. So, like, I get why Renee is very upset about Junior leaving because he fucked her over in that process. But he didn't really fuck over AJ. AJ yeah. knew he was going to jail. It was just a matter of when. Also, I know, like, he I hasn't been living believe... with his father for well, years. Wait, he's been living there. It's been almost a year, I think. Maybe seven months. But but before I, that, he wasn't living with his dad for most of his life. Yeah, and in season one, uh, Junior didn't show up a lot of times to things. Right, right. So, and then his grandpa had been in jail for the last, how many years? I mean, AJ's 17 in this. So his grandpa had probably been in jail since he was in elementary school. Yeah. I think he had done like 10 years at least. He had yeah. done it like a significant bid. So like this idea that, Look, am I like, I I don't mean to downplay like the impact that this must have had on AJ because obviously this had an impact on AJ. Mm -hmm. But when we're talking about like the pre-rat information, 
when she's just going on and on and on and on about how like AJ's about to kill himself over this. It's like, you need to stop projecting your shit onto AJ. And you know how I know she was doing this? Cause her friend, Nicole was like, you cannot let your son see you this way. And when Renee said she's not, Nicole was like, okay. Like Nicole knows that's bullshit. Yeah. She's like, Karen later in the episode comments is like, Renee needs to get the fuck together. Yeah, because if her mom, she said if her mom, she's AJ's age when her dad, when this mm-hmm. all went down with her dad, she said if her mom had like lost it, she doesn't know what she would have been able to do. Mm-hmm. Cause that's all the person that's there. I also yeah. think, I don't think AJ went in there and said, I don't even think he said that. I could see them having a conversation. Renee is sobbing. Aren't you so upset? Isn't this so awful? And he said, yeah, I mean, it's like crazy. They were here yesterday and today, neither of them are here. Like, I just, I don't believe that Renee has fostered a home or relationship in which AJ expresses feelings to her. No, she expresses feelings to him because she has a weird emotional incest thing going on with him, but it's not reciprocated. And he's tired. Like he does not want her feelings. He wants to go fuck his girlfriend and like snuggle her. Like I was thinking in the last week when you said he just wants to go upstairs with his girlfriend, like I bet not, like he just wants to go snuggle his girlfriend. They probably just lay in the bed. Yeah. Like 17 year olds do like just their faces one inch from each other. Like not even like a sexual thing. He's like, I just want to go snuggle with her because I'm a 17 year old boy. Or he could have just gone upstairs and he played some video game for three hours while yeah. she sat next to him. And he would, and he was, yeah. and he probably liked that. Yeah. He, he probably's not used to women that don't scream all the time. Yeah. I don't think that AJ, I think for a multitude of reasons, right? I think part of it is naturally just being a 17 year old boy that is raised in a real yeah. machismo. I don't know if Italian has a word for it, but toxic, uh, toxic masculinity type of culture Mm -hmm. so it's not like he was raised I'm sure to like be emotional anyway at least like soft emotional like that probably only rage and anger and then like there's no room for anybody else in that house it's just Renee yeah she's the most self-centered person ever and yeah and I just don't listen to her lie also Mm -hmm. I think Junior said goodbye to AJ. I just got a feeling because Junior in his letter said that he asked Renee to go to dinner. By the way, she said he hasn't been talking to me for days. Mm-hmm. I, he doesn't pay any attention to me. And then she goes, why well, I haven't been talking to him. I was like, oh, that's not the same thing. But he asked her to go to dinner, but he said he couldn't tell her it's his last dinner. I bet he spent time with AJ that day. And yeah. Maybe he didn't say, I will not be here tomorrow, but I think AJ understood. I just could see AJ understanding that like, he's supposed to be leaving soon. And like, yeah, I just think like AJ seems very straightforward and like matter of fact and to the point, which makes sense because it's in opposition to his mom. Yeah. And so like, I, I mean, by the time Junior moved in, they knew he was going to prison. He moved yeah. in so that Renee could be his prison wife. Yes. Like, it, it, this is just, like, counting down the clock time for AJ. Like, even if Junior didn't say goodbye that day, necessarily, like, I'm sure AJ was kind of just like, well, yeah, like, he's going to jail. Like, he's been doing my entire life. Right. 
I, I do understand that they're under that they thought he was doing 18 to 21. And in that letter, mm-hmm. he let them know I will be doing seven to whatever. Right. And I think he ends up with what, 11 years or so. But yeah. So like, I'm sure AJ was upset, but like Renee, it's like Renee using him as an excuse yes, to like, using him. just like be a, a maniac. Like just Renee, you're upset because you're hurt for yourself. Yes. And I just imagine, I always say Renee's a lot. I don't know if I could be her sister, her neighbor. God, no. I, I don't know if I could do any of that. But I'm just imagining when they were young, when they were, when they first broke up and they're fighting, I imagine her using AJ to be like, well, AJ's been crying all day because you haven't been here. Oh. Like AJ's seven me? months old. He was crying all day anyway. You know, she put AJ on the phone when he was like five and she's like, you need to call your father and tell him to bring money over here. Oh my God. You need to call your father and tell him that we're upset that you missed this. Like that's why AJ's show shut down, I think. Like there's yeah. no way that Renee didn't have him on the phone screaming. I bet Renee was doing drive-bys with oh. AJ in the car. Like, come on, she's like Danielle Stop style. Lit out of the work coming out of my mouth was about to say <laughs> full on Danielle Stop. Like, oh yeah, yeah and, you know and, that's the type of shit you because why wouldn't she have been doing that? Yeah, why wouldn't she be? And you know, so earlier in the season, there's some sort of fight where AJ's in an emotional twist, apparently. Right. I, love that. <laughs> I just can't he was an emotional twist. God, <laughs> like, that's like the excuse. That's what I mean by like the type of feelings culture he was raised in yeah that like they're like he was like coming down and physically getting violent with renee and they're yeah. like oh well his feelings are he a girl he and his girlfriend got in a fight and he's upset yeah and he's well, like uh, what like that's you don't come home and kick in a door and no you come home and cry in a healthy family in a healthy emotional culture environment you come home and you are upset yeah or <laughs> but the only way he's allowed to show emotion probably is screaming and kicking in doors that's probably all he knows yeah and like but renee's describing what happened she's like and i was saying this and i'm like renee don't you know girl i know you were not just being like mary had a little lamb right over oh. there you were screaming she probably popped him in the face yeah she probably hit him he probably I can see it now. He came in the house. He did not want to talk to her, right? Mm-hmm. Would not mm-hmm. speak to her. And she was like, don't do that. Don't walk away from me. You're not and allowed she- to walk away from me in this house. Yes. He's, every room in this house is mine, AJ. Don't you forget it. <laughs> don't you forget it. Oh, you, you think you're going to slam that door, AJ? I'm going to take that door off the fucking hinges. So then she goes after it. He slams the door again. He starts kicking the door. Oh, she probably popped him right in the mouth. You know, Renee hits Right, her. And then threatened Paul Jr. to beat him up. <laughs> yeah, I don't even mean it as... Like, I know it's abuse. I know I sound crazy right now, but like, that's like the type of family and culture they have that like, if you talk to your mom that way, you get hit in the mouth. Like, I wasn't allowed to walk away from my mom ever. And I had to wait until she was done saying whatever dumb thing she wanted to say. And then I could leave, but I could never turn my back and just like be walking away. And I can absolutely see Renee yelling that don't you walk away from me. Yeah. Oh, of course. Well, here's it's part of the whole emotional incest thing, right? Where like once AJ gets older and she's like dumping her feelings onto him and treating him as a partner, like why wouldn't they have relationship type of fights on her end at least? I wonder if Junior recognizes that. Um, I would think it's probably pretty common in their 
their lives, like in their, in circle. their circle. Yeah. I don't want to say culture necessarily because not uh, everybody's juniors like Puerto Rican and he's Puerto Rican. He's not Italian. And yeah. Right. So like, I, I don't want to say that, but like, I think women in their circles where the man is like, just totally hands off, no involvement whatsoever in raising the children that yeah. like, and then you get these wild ass kids that are out of control and all the mother does is scream her fucking head off. Like, I don't know. I grew up in, I grew up in a very Italian Catholic, a Roman Catholic town. And like a lot of my friends, Italian mothers were like this. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's just a loud screaming where like a Jewish mother isn't so aggressive, but like, it's more guilt based and like crying. But like, I remember my friend's mom would be like, fine. Okay. I guess I'll just never talk to you again. Like, I guess I'll just drop dead and you won't even need me anymore. Like that type of shit. And that's like, like a lot of my friend's moms talked like that. Right. So like, I think that's what Renee does. So do I think junior sees the unhealthy environment? Yes. Do I think that junior thinks there was an alternative environment that AJ could be raised in? No. Mm. Speaking like you told me that junior, so junior gets out, junior got out in 20, is it 20? It's April of 2021, I believe he went to yeah, the halfway I, house. He, so I think he went to a halfway a little earlier than that. And then yeah. I think he got out of the halfway April 2021, or he so was supposed to. You said in the article that they mentioned his his grown sons. Right. So, so he posted a prison, like he posted like an advertisement for a friend, somebody to help him invest money. Hold on. I have to. Oh my God. And he mentions like, I want a family, but um, you know, I have two grown sons. Hold on. I need to find this. <laughs> The ad says, okay, so it says it's like a prison pen pal thing. Mm-hmm. Says you I'm know. 52 years old and I'm in prison for the charge of murder. I grew up in the mafia infested area in Brooklyn, New York. Things that were normal to us were not so normal to the average Joe. People in the mob killed and were killed on a daily basis. From a young age, I was a score guy. We held up big drug dealers. To be honest with you, I love my job and the rich lifestyle that came with it. The downside of this is I've been in and out of prison since 1988, which is probably before AJ was born because mm-hmm. I was born 1988. Yes, it was well before. Because they got married right after he got out of jail for like five years. Right, right, right. So once the feds got hold of me, they never let me go. I now come to a time in my life where I want to <laughs> be and stay free. I have the some money to invest. Wait, hold on. I have some money to invest once I'm out. I want to <gasps> possibly live in North Carolina and have a family. If I don't have any more kids, I'm fine with that. I already have two grown boys. I don't do drugs and I drink a little bit. I write this letter to gain some friends. I've been feeling lonely and far away from the real world you live in. I was on a reality show called Mob Wives. <laughs> I had lots of people around me then, but now I feel alone. I like to write, so I saw write a prisoner, and I thought that was for me. I will respond to every letter, no matter how crazy yours may be. <laughs> Listen. I love that, and I'd like to move to North Carolina. <laughs> yeah, like, has he been to North Carolina? No. It's I mean, so funny, just like such a funny aside. Like, yeah, I mean, it would be nice to retire in North Carolina. I mean, it is nice to retire there. But I'm saying, <laughs> I just, so that made me happy because, you know, my problem is like this, once I found out about this fucking baby, I, I'm yeah. like, I cannot believe, like, where is this baby? Does Junior have anything to do with this baby? <laughs> Why are I, they playing happy family and the whole family isn't there? Okay, so my guess would be that Renee never mentions the child by name, ever. Probably never, yeah. That son of yours, the son you have by that whore, like that type of thing. Does she um, say the other one sometimes? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> anything to not mention his name. I would guess AJ probably 
doesn't really have a relationship with him um, because I think we know from experience if the moms are not the facilitators of the sibling relationship it's pretty rare that there's a that there's like a full-blown I mean now I guess that's changing a little bit but you know what I mean like if it's just a dad that's in and out of your life is the one that's in and charge out of both of you your lives with yeah. your siblings yeah and it's and also like I would bet that Renee said that AJ's not allowed to be around that kid um I would bet or at that, least the, his mother like you can't yeah, be around yeah. Yeah. So I would bet that, um, junior would like spend Christmas Eve with that family and Christmas day with Renee, like that type Uh, of thing. Like, was she the woman that he was like, I think he just went between Renee and this woman for a long time. No, he had some other girlfriends that like Renee, like Renee was sleeping with him. And also like, Like, are we sure that wasn't her? No, it wasn't her. She was much younger. And like, I, this and this is all from like my impression. I, my impression is that because apparently Junior was hanging around a lot of strippers, and that's when Renee mm-hmm. started doing her body. Uh, you know, remember he would only have sex with her from behind. Ugh. I cannot believe he said that. I can't believe she repeated it. I can't <laughs> believe he said that while wearing a wire on her daddy. I can't either. I can't either. Like you were like he was. I like, can't believe he said it to her while they were having sex. Sure, like, sure, sure. But like no, he, he wasn't even trying to like be nice to her. Well, I mean, think about it. This is the thing that always confuses me. He didn't have to get back with Renee. No. I think it was just a perk because her dad wasn't speaking to her, and True. he would still because she always said that she was more like the daughter-in-law and he was the son. He mm-hmm. always had a good relationship with her dad, no matter what. So he could have not got, like, even after, like, running around on his daughter and not being around for his grandson, they still had a good relationship. Couldn't be me, but still. And so he, so that's what really bothers me. He didn't yeah, have to get that, back. That's Renee. really true. I do think, honestly, one of the biggest motivators was just someone to put money on his books every week and call him and visit him. Like, well, I think he genuinely was like, Renee will do the bid with me. And at that point, the murder thing hadn't come up, right? Like at that point, when he got back with Renee, I don't think, as far as we know, the murder stuff hadn't popped up yet. It was still just that like gambling gambling, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, whatever that fucking charge was. And so he's like, well, Renee, like, because remember, he gets arrested in season one. She's the one that's calling him. Doesn't she even like get on the phone with his girlfriend? And she's that's like, what of I course I'm going to bail him out. She's like, on the phone with the girlfriend. She's in charge. The girlfriend's like giving her information. She's like, well, I'll handle this and I'll handle that. Like, yeah. And she had been sleeping with like, guys, Renee's not a nice person. Okay. No. She's, well, you know, she's man. like, well, he's my father's, he's my son's father. He was my husband. She, Everybody she, else is nobody. Exactly. Exactly. We first. were married. We were married. How about, did you notice when she called herself a wife? Yes, I did. I was like, Renee, you're not a wife. I said, whose wife are you? (laughs) My favorite is when she said, my former husband, now boyfriend. I love that. I was like, that is what's going on. That's that's what a wife does. A wife holds him down. I said, yeah, you're not married to him, dum-dum. But, you know, she's just grateful he won't cheat on her. Like, so at this point, she hasn't spoken to him yet. Good luck, Renee. Yeah. Oh, right. God. She still hasn't spoken to him yet. Oh, God. I like, <laughs> and she's decided, don't worry. I'm never leaving him. We're going to be together. I haven't had a chance to speak to him yet, but we're going to be together. And 
I mean, basically, they do like a montage of other people talking, and like they're already saying it's weird, right? Yeah. You, why would you turn yourself in right before a holiday? Yeah, they're like, we. Yeah, that was a big one. Like, what? Like, why did he do that? That doesn't make any sense. Why? And they were like, and the dad got arrested. Like, they definitely weren't putting it together, but they were like, this is also weird. You don't call home. Everybody calls home. Well, that yeah, and that's definitely like. I think that because Karen says straight up, but this is after they kind of find out after it's already online. Karen says, you fire your attorney, you don't call home. Of course, you're cooperating or you turn yourself in, you fire your attorney, you don't call home. I kind of wonder if Karen realized from the jump what was happening. Maybe. I mean, I feel like I feel like when they even though sometimes when they're saying I heard this, I know I'm like, yeah, for production. I feel like they actually heard this. I like, yeah, I feel like yeah. they showed the film where like, yeah, I fucking heard it. So-and-so told me. And Drita was like, when Carlos was like, everybody talks, everybody talks. She was like, like, yeah, but not like this. They talk I, about no, She fucking. said straight up. She said, people talk about you fucked so-and-so's wife. You did this. She said, nobody calls somebody a rat unless they know they're a rat. And these are street guys there. It's not yeah. like, you know, they're not on a reality TV show. So How about Jurita saying, my husband's in jail because of a rat. Carla's <laughs> husband's in jail because of a rat. I'm like, girl, what? No, they're in jail because they were committing crimes. Girly, your husband is doing bid because he tried to like fucking drill a, or like knock a wall down to get into a vault. Like, what are you talking about? I know. And uh, Joe went in for insider trading. Yeah. But yeah, well, that but that's like mob related insider yeah, trading. Yeah, yeah. And Carla but I'm was sure, like, and I'm sure it was, was a, a rat that gave the mob in the mob embezzlement thing like to the feds, but they're in there because they committed crimes, girl. I know, but they they can't be too mad because if they were, I mean, like I said, Carla is I keep forgetting Carla's the only one who said, No, I'm not gonna do this. And yeah. everybody else just let these men drag them around, do all this other stuff. But I love Car- Carla being like look, he treated me like shit when he wasn't in jail. So why would I stay with him through this? I know. And I forgot he was cute. I really find him incredibly cute. I don't know if it's his, I think he's got a large ass. I think that's what it is. But I think he's still, I think he's still out of prison. I would yes. like looked, I couldn't find anything. The twins are 18 years old, oh, about God. 19. Um, the boy looks just like Joe and the girl looks a lot like Carla. It's very cute. Carla Aww. is still beautiful. I've met I'm sure I've told this on the podcast before. I met Carla in person. She is yeah. truly stunningly beautiful. Drita was also there. I didn't get as close to Drita. She looked good. Like her body is insane. Mm-hmm. But like Carla was stunning. Like a in just a natural way, right? Like and just so natural. She, I mean, she had like makeup on, but like I'm sure there were extensions in her hair, but like it didn't look like it. Her hair I'm just sure she does Botox thick. or something. Yeah. Exactly. Like she looked so natural. She looked so beautiful. She looked honestly in a way kind of like that Courtney Kardashian thing where you're like she's aging but she still looks so young and fresh and right, like right. doing work in the right way like that was Carla she was also incredibly nice she was incredibly nice and she just looked fucking stunning in yeah. person like you're like oh like you were on tv like mm-hmm. I know she was on a reality show not everybody on that show was beautiful but like she just looked so 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 good in person and i was just looking at her instagram did you know that her ramona and karen had a podcast together for like five episodes probably in 2020 i feel like they did i know that ramona and karen are still best friends like they go to costco together okay there was in this scene in this 
episode when there's a scene of Karen and Ramona talking and Karen saying, you know, when my dad got arrested, I came home and you, I got a call from you and you were like, we're, we're coming over, get in the car. And she said, I didn't really know. I'm assuming it was Ramona and somebody else. Cause she mm-hmm. keeps saying like you guys. And she's like, I thought you guys might try and hurt me. And she starts crying. Like I tear up a little bit at this scene. Cause yeah. I love friendship. And she's like, I get in the car. And the first thing you said to me was our father said, we're not allowed to talk to you, but it doesn't matter. You're our sister. Like it, none of that matters. And Karen's like, and you have been there for me every moment since. And like that to me really made my heart swell three sizes. Like there was just (laughs) something, I think what it is, is that it's so rare that we see authentic, true friendship on television. Sure. And like hearing that, like, that's not a bullshit story. You yeah, know they've what been I friends mean? Like, forever. They are friends. I believe that they probably like lost touch a little bit when Ramona's living in Dubai, Karen's in Arizona selling ecstasy. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure they like separated at times, but like always came back to each other, could go a year without talking and then catch up like nothing ever happened, like that type of friend. Yeah. And I don't know, like hearing Karen just start, she wasn't like sobbing, but she started to tear up. At, well, like, she had nobody. nobody and like I can imagine like she gets that call and she's like I'm gonna get in the car because they're my best friends but like they also might beat me up yeah they and like the Renee's of the world were just done with her her dad said no and Renee was like all right she's bitches dead and also like once again I think it's I did think it was interesting that uh Karen said wearing a wire is like the scum of the earth and it was fine but like it kind of is true the reason that Sammy the Bull flipped is because he was just fucking done with John Gotti John, John he, they Gotti, show they played him an audio of John blaming him for exactly. everything and being like he was a monster he was out of control I don't know what he was doing. like basically like that he was like absolutely fucking not bitch you and yeah if they if if John Gotti you know you know, flashy mm-hmm. Teflon Don, if he had not been so talkative and so much and and not, like, if he had shown respect to Sammy while he was in mm-hmm. prison and, like, put money on his books, took care of his kids, like, just been, like, Sammy's, like, just shown him the utmost respect, never would have happened. Yeah, Sammy is, I mean, he was going to do the time. As Karen yeah. said, he had already been sitting in prison, like, in for a year. Like, this was a year after his arrest. Like, yeah. He would have done the time like, uh, okay, I don't mean this as in like, he's a gentleman is like the way that they talk about it. Sammy's a fucking sociopath. Like he'll do the time. Obviously, he's he's, he's away from his family. Like he's a sociopath. Like he'll do the time if he needs to do the time. But he, the only reason he, he, fu- he turned them in as like a personal vendetta against John yeah. Gotti, not as a way to get out of prison earlier. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And like, like she said, he plus. was done. <laughs> He was That's done with this shit. That comes with it. <laughs> yeah, I completely understand. He he like he's like that time I quit Hardee's at the beginning of my skit of my ship. I was I'm done with this place. I, I love how Karen Karen was like, and then he was done with the lifestyle. I'm like, except for the ecstasy. Oh, he, he was gonna to sell drugs. He just didn't want to be in the mafia. He, <laughs> he didn't want say. anything to do with John. He wanted. He didn't want to have to cut anybody in. Yeah, he, he didn't say he wasn't gonna commit crimes. He said he wasn't gonna do that. He wasn't gonna be in the lifestyle. And I, but I agree with Karen too that there is a difference between wearing a wire and going out and like looking. I, I, I agree. Just, I agree because I, I. 
I believe in my heart to be true that Sammy would have did the bid if they didn't get John on tape talking about him. And so that's, so I agree, but I also just think it's little rich for Karen to be like ranking. Yeah. It's a thin line. It's a thin line. (laughs) And I just, (laughs) I, I'm, listen, there are no victims in this for me. I don't think of Renee and her daddy as a victim. I just don't. Um, And I mean, even the guy that junior killed was in it. Like, yeah. It, he's a vi- like nobody deserves to get well that's not true but most people don't deserve to get killed but like you know in these articles they're talking about like how the victim's daughter was like sobbing and pleading for junior to get more time and was so upset by him getting 11 years and like <sighs> i get that but also like your daddy ran the game yeah and i mean he was a check casher they said he would go play and get the money and like don't tell me your dad didn't like know about some murders and facilitate some, don't 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 do that yeah i mean he was willing to work for mobsters in the 2010s <laughs> like, yeah yeah like, get the fuck out of here yeah but so it, i don't want to say like i don't feel bad for her that's so devastating obviously yeah, just like it was just like it would be devastating if sammy for karen if sammy the bull got murdered you know what i mean despite the fact that he was a murder like it's obviously very upsetting but there really are no victims except the children like aj and AJ is a true victim. How about fucking Drita's kids who were at home <sighs> when the feds came last year? Or how about I was at my work holiday party <laughs> with no service in this fucking restaurant. Uh, one text gets through and it's princess <laughs> being like, Drita! And like exclamation points. You're like, did you see what happened? I'm like, wait, what? I like go you, to the bathroom. I'm like trying to pull up an article. I have no service. I'm like, what happened to Drita? You think she could have been dead? <laughs> could have been dead. And then I see that dumb dumb got arrested. I, did guns. you know that? Did you see that Lee? He got five years, and the prosecution was only recommending three. And the yeah, because, judge gave him extra time. The judge was like, he's been to prison for five years multiple times. Yeah, this is his third. That was his third. Yeah. Well, and before that he had been like in and out of jail and stuff. Yeah. Just like, but, it, but that was his third time in federal prison. He does a five. Yeah. He loves to do a five-year bit. Doesn't he? <laughs> That's his time. He loves five to get years. treated pregnant, do five years, get out. You know, and do. it's one thing to think, okay, he had a bunch of pot he was selling. Maybe. Okay. Maybe he was, was selling he the pills pill. too. Maybe he was selling the Xanax. They're weird. So they say that he had Xanax and hydrocodone, so like Vicodin. Uh-huh. But then they say he has large amounts of marijuana and they mention scales. So they never say like he had a significant amount of uh-huh. pills, which I think they would. So my guess would be he was like buying Vicodins and Xanax for himself. But like, so he didn't have a prescription for them. So they were illegal, but that wasn't like a significant amount. So like, yeah, but it would be idiotic for you to be selling weed when you're on parole or you're like a federal, you know, you have a federal record to have a gun is so beyond you deserve to go to jail immediately. If you are a fucking felon and you are dumb enough to have two guns in your house, you deserve it. I know. You're not allowed to have guns. And Drita, I think, isn't Drita still with him? She is, as far as I know, she's still with him. And she, I mean, she copped a child endangerment car- charge over this. I, I got know. dropped, but over Giselle, right? Because the, the weed was accessible. It was in a kitchen cabinet. Oh, and Giselle was only 12. Oh, and you know, speaking of Giselle, oh, um, this scene where she's like, I don't know who daddy is. Well, she's four. I thought yeah, she was true. like six. She's four. She might yeah, be she, three. She, I, she wasn't born when Lee went in, right? Wasn't she right. pregnant? I, I think she was pregnant. And so, yeah, she doesn't know who he is. She knows, like, my- Daddy my, calls. My brother 
has a 19 year old and a seven year old Mm -hmm. and uh he was married to his wife they broke up like right when she got pregnant with the seven year old and they got a divorce Mm -hmm. and to this not to this day with until maybe two years ago when she was five my littlest niece would come in and be like my oldest niece's name is tiana she'd be like tiana's daddy's here like she would she understood that that was her father right she did go Mm -hmm. over to do the visits she did all the stuff but she just would always refer to him as her sister's dad because you know her sister's like yeah this is my dad i grew up with him and she's like and then he was also stationed in Germany at the time. So she's like, he's, I, I've heard of him. <laughs> like, yeah, it's not there's the also thing. With Giselle, as you always mention, I mean, the way Dorita talks about Lee is that's Aaliyah's daddy. Yeah. She, she doesn't about father. talking about Giselle's daddy. You can't talk about Aaliyah's father. That's Aaliyah's father. And I think the reason is because Aaliyah and Lee had a couple years to bond together right where he could take her to go see his mistress like <laughs> <laughs> yeah but again she when he came home she like she was pregnant with Aaliyah when he went to prison yeah so, so I I think though in her head I I would bet when he went away when she was pregnant with Aaliyah she was like very dedicated to that being Aaliyah's daddy in a way that she like didn't have the emotional energy with Giselle understand and also it's the second kid guys yeah it's your we, second we don't kid do the same things it's second. his second bid like you your six-year-old like does have the capacity to understand right so like you're probably she's probably putting like all of her attention and energy into that developing bond that Aaliyah has with Lee and kind of just like and plus Aaliyah is old enough to talk to him on the phone yeah and in a way that like she probably just like didn't really think to do it with Giselle like by accident <laughs> Well, I mean, in this age, uh, Giselle's I'm still not that old enough to talk for. I'm gonna stay no, on the phone she's not four. old enough to talk on the four, but I would bet, I would bet when Aaliyah was four, there was a lot more daddy talk directly to her yeah. than there yeah. is with Giselle. But I don't like, I think that was truly by accident. <laughs> like, it's just like the way that shit worked out. But I'm, and I, so like, I'm not upset that Giselle is just like, also she's on camera. There are people in that room. Four-year-olds yeah. never perform like you want them to. Like, I would not be surprised if sometimes Giselle's like, yeah, that's my daddy. And other times she's like, who? And yeah. I feel like I'm tired of watching reality TV shows where people allow four-year-olds to make decisions because <laughs> they don't know what the fuck they're talking you about. You want to go see your dad in prison? Like, like what, why would you ask her that? Either you're going to take her or you're not. And then she makes Giselle agree to it. Like, she's like, do you want to, sh- will you shake on it? It's like, that's a baby. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I'm surprisingly, I don't have strong feelings about her seeing Lee in prison the way I felt about Ramona taking her kid, but that's, that's her not, daddy. yeah, that's not her kid's dad. And he was in jail. And I, I just felt like, and you're, you told me that like there are, that you've been to some jails where you can like touch people and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, county, the, both the county jails I've been to, you've been able to. So maybe like, Ramona's daughter could have touched him and everything. I just felt like, it felt like it, it, starting no, on a it's bad in a, foot. She had been with this guy for how long before he got arrested? I, maybe a year. Maybe. maybe a year. And that's after she, I mean, we don't know. We don't know shit about Ramona's ex, but 
and this might not be a fair thing to say, but that's after she ripped this girl away from her daddy and moved her across the world. Well, that might the, not be a fair might, thing to say. We don't really know what her anything. daughter thinks. Because yeah. they just she's eight. left <laughs> and yeah. went to Staten Island from Dubai. Oh <laughs> like, this, but this is a shithole. She doesn't have maids anymore. She doesn't have, yeah. like, yeah. she's going to school with all these Staten Island kids. Oh, my fucking God. Yeah, yeah so, and the dad doesn't talk to them. Yeah, so... Uh, I agree. I think it was totally inappropriate for her to bring her there. I think that trying to foster that relationship anyway further is not smart. I I think that Ramona wanted, I think Ramona is a little cuckoo and like wanted to believe that her daughter has like a deep relationship with this man that she barely knows. And yeah, yeah it was wild to bring her there. It was unnecessary. And I think there's a reason her son didn't want to go. I Well, probably because probably because he is less attached um for he's older isn't he yeah and i i just think that and he's like that's not my dad (laughs) and i well i think that he's like because he's a boy she probably allows him to be like disconnected feeling wise and projecting all of her feelings onto the daughter Mm. you're right you're right uh he didn't even get bail list like that's because yeah, he's a fucking major drug runner yeah this is a federal case he's a major drug runner <laughs> and so like i'm like ramona you don't think how serious is this that they wouldn't even give him bail lots of people stay at home now they didn't even now they didn't even set the bail at two million dollars they said yeah. no bail no bail yeah That's, exactly ramona for someone who like understands his lifestyle you don't under you don't understand that that's serious uh. Speaking of, we had to hear about Ramona's grandfather in this episode dying on Thanksgiving, which here's my rudest, meanest take is because I don't understand grandparent relationships. And <laughs> someone talking about a grandparent dying, it ruining their life. I'm like, okay, like that makes yeah. no sense. I mean, my rational, like empathetic brain understands it, but like my inner feral child is like, okay, nobody cares that your grandfather died, but that's I- rude. <laughs> Liz, what it is, is that you, is that you grew up with, I know you don't have a, a lot of grandparent relationships, but you understood because your mom's, your mom's has old parents, right? Yeah. My mom's parents died by the time I was like eight because her parents were in their late forties when she was born. Right. So already there's a big disconnect there, but also like, yeah, also they had heavy German accents, like, and my grandmother already had like dementia via Parkinson's by the time I was born. Right. So you, or by the time I had memories. And then your other grandma's mean. Or, yeah. Not mean, and then my frosty. other grandfather was dead when I was four. That's yeah. my first memory. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> I, I get why you think that. And I also am like, no, I like, I get it. Like, my, em- like I said, my empathetic brain gets it, but like my disgusting, feral side is like, oh, I don't care about a storyline about your grandpa. Well, Liz, you're not wrong because she's acting as if her grandfather raised her and he did not. And she's acting as if she was so connected with her grandfather. And I feel like she's playing up. Like, I don't think she talks about her grandfather this much, right? Yeah. Uh, but she's playing up because she's on the show. Well, she, um, she talks about how he died of cancer. <laughs> and Renee says something like, uh, what does she say? Like She says been- he's better. Maybe he's better <laughs> off because the feds would have taken him. And I was like, Renee, what? Dial it down. to say. You don't say that, that is an insane thing to say. Well, because remember, so 
Karen or Renee finally agrees to like go over to Ramona's house. And yes, uh, Karen comes over and Renee's like, you have company. Like, I do not oh, feel like company. When she and I was said like, that, fair enough. Okay. Liz, she was crying. And then she goes, we're having company like that. <laughs> and then Ramona goes, it's just Karen. You can cry in front of her. And so she comes in and Karen's like, we're going to have a drink. And she's like, drink to what? She's like, drink to the holidays are coming. We're going to celebrate the holidays are coming. And Renee starts screaming because she's like, I kind, I, of got, I kind of got Renee here. I found, I think I would have found Karen very annoying in this scene as well. I think Karen should have came in with a more somber mood and she all she needed to say is like, we're going to drink to commiserate. She's like, this fucking sucks. We're sad. We're still here and that's good, but we're sad. But the way Renee went off was so fucking unnecessary. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I can't even believe she got over there, Liz. I can't yeah, even believe I know. she was I, wearing a red and green cheetah print. I think production probably drove her over there. Yeah, because it's, when she leaves, she goes, I'd like to leave now. I'd like oh, to leave. Oh, I she didn't notice that. that. Yeah, yeah. And I thought production was like, really, you got to get out of the house. Yeah, she's talking to production because they're maybe there's a car supposed to be coming or maybe they, they've asked her to sit back down like three times and now she's like, no, I'm, I'm good. But go. then they, she does go to that drag brunch in this episode, right? Yeah, she had a good time. Well, because I think... She likes doing stuff like drag brunches because then she can be the center of attention. She gets up, she dances with the drag queen. She can like put her mask on and do that. Yeah. I think like in a moment, like at Ramona's house is bad. And then of course there's the scene that like, I truly think about way more often than is healthy. Oh wait, which one? Where if they find out juniors are at, Karen okay. goes over to Renee's house and Renee yeah. is as Karen is holding Renee, she screams sobbing. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't like, cause she's realizing like eight, you are AJ. Yeah. Like yeah. that's a, that's a tough moment. To like, and that's what I mean. Like, I can't believe that they caught a moment. Like that is such a real fucking because moment. The year before Karen had been calling. She's like, you're rat daddy. And your rat ass don't Although, come over here. I, I think that the reason that I love Mob Wives is because in season one, when Junior gets arrested and Karen shows up at her house, like that to me yes. is an incredible scene. I they, think that's when we recap for, I think that was for Feathers in My Hair, a bonus episode or something. We recap that. And I remember because Renee's lying on the floor saying, don't leave me, AJ, AJ, <laughs> AJ. And AJ's like, I'm going to my room. <laughs> And Karen was the only one that showed up. And I remember thinking, yeah, and they were like, in a fight. Mm-hmm. I mean, not even like Renee wouldn't acknowledge her. Yeah. Like Renee was like, I can't have anything to do with her. She's a rat. Her dad's a rat. Dad Meanwhile, she's me on off. a show called Mob Wives on VH1. Yeah. <laughs> and your daddy don't speak to you. Now you told me that the, the reason is because okay. he got shelved. So I was reading like this blog essentially not gangland.com or whatever that thing is calling it was like cosa nostra blog just yes. like a blog i think like yes. just a blogger guy who's like yes. well versed in it and according to him so while tg that's her dad mm-hmm. tony graziano was still in prison i guess um he got what they call shelved because of the show so being shelved you're not kicked out of the mob because i'm pretty sure tg is a made guy he was very high up he's full yes. italian I'm, he's definitely made right absolutely yeah so it's not 
like, they're not like taking your status from you, but you're not allowed to make new income sources. And you're, I believe like, if you have what they call like money on the street. So that's like, you collect, let's say you have like 15 different like scams that you collect from. Um, I think they can take, I think when you're shelved, they take away a lot of those. You're not allowed to make new income revenues and the stuff that you still have, you have to like give away higher percent than you would as like a high up made guy. It's a punishment. So, yeah. It's, but it's not, so it's not quite the same as like, I mean, you don't get killed. You don't get like totally taken out. You're not out of the mob, but you're shelved as it's called. And I think it's a way that they like punish made guys to get a little out of control. Yeah. And I was also reading in the comments that apparently TG was like, uh, like a major cokehead alcoholic and okay. a lot of these commenters were like it was a mistake that he ever got so high up he was so out of control always it was nuts that he let his son-in-law get so high up even though he was out of control like yeah. that and also they... junior's puerto rican <laughs> yeah yeah which is i mean so junior can never be made but he got in pretty close yeah yeah, so I apparently TG got totally shelved by the show. And that's probably so when they're saying like my when she says like my dad won't talk to me because of the show, it's not like, yeah, it is because I'm on the show. But so it's a little interesting to hear her like just lose her mind about the fact that uh her dad was turned in by her husband. And but it's like your dad got shelved because of you. Yeah. And also so that so that income he's relying on is what your mom lives on. Yes, exactly. So when you get arrested for the most part, like if you have money on the street, they will like, somebody will continue collecting and you probably, I don't think you get like the full amount of it, but like your wife gets that money and your family gets that money. Yeah. And at least you know that they have. So last week when Renee, I mean, this, this dramatic thing that she's doing, I mean, she it's in this bitch to Broadway when she pulls out that <sighs> drawer and she pulls out some peanut butter and jelly and like chips or whatever and says this is all i have i was like are we not going to talk more about the finance because what she's saying there is there's nothing yes i'm assuming that junior probably paid most of her stuff at that point i would i guess her dad cut her off because do you remember in early season one carla says like well, Renee can't talk to Karen because her dad told her he would cut her off if she did, like financially. Uh. But then by that point, I'm like, but he wasn't talking to her anyway. So I don't really know what they meant by I, that. Maybe but... it didn't happen till the show aired because, you know. Oh, yeah. True, true, true. Because like he would, they were on the fence a little bit. There was a big fight, maybe. But like, like he was like, don't do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't believe we let Jennifer go to college. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Did they talk Truly. about that in, Mar- in family boot camp about how she um, got to go to college? And- <laughs> kind of. And they, yeah. And they talk about what's the other sister's name? It starts with an like, M, I think. I think She's it like, with an, it's like Lainey or yeah, something, something like, like that. that. And she, didn't she get arrested? Wasn't she arrested for embezzlement? Yep. Very and that close was a to- huge thing between Renee and her. Yeah. And also Lana, Renee- I think her name is Lana. Oh, Lana. That's exactly it. And like, Renee, take, I bet you Renee's been taking the air out of the fucking room since she was born. You know what I mean? Oh, please. Yeah. And, and like, there's a, there's a lot of resentment that don't have shit to do with mom. <laughs> like yeah. it has more to do with the fact that, I don't know. My mom, my mom has a, has a, my mother has so many fucking siblings and um, they actually, the, 
second oldest had sickle cell anemia. So she was in the hospital. This is my parents. My mom was born in the sixties. So they, mm-hmm. she's a child in the sixties. They're, they're poor. They're in the hospital all the time with her. And the next child that my grandmother had, they gave up for adoption to a relative, right. To an aunt. And, and then my mother was born and then more and more. And so, but as like, if you talk to my mother's sisters, they will say that this aunt does have sickle cell anemia, but also everything is always about her. Like Mm -hmm. if something were about to happen good to you, she would fall ill immediately. Like, (laughs) like, and I can imagine like having a sister like Renee is like, I'm about to get a fucking medal at school for the spelling bee. And suddenly the attention is diverted for this person. And yeah, I bet they, I bet they hate each other for a lot of reasons, but I think Jen and uh, Renee are closer, I guess in general. Yeah. I think I just like Renee is, so exhausting I truly cannot imagine what AJ was going through at this time just like hearing his mom screaming on the top of her lungs he's probably not there Liz he's probably gone a lot yeah you're probably right he's and he's 17 he's gone all the fucking time dude and and she calls him and says when are you coming home he's like I don't know and like that's what's going on um I also want to talk about so it won't be in the next episode. I believe it's going to be the episode after that. But Big Angie's cousin is one of the people. Is it the cousin? It's cousin. somebody. It's Big Angie's cousin that he also ratted on, right? Yeah. So he, Big Angie's cousin was part of the robbery turned mor- murder with him. Okay. So he, they do talk about this, but because Big Angie's like, I don't know. Renee's Renee's back to almost being herself again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So what do you think Renee's abusing? Pills and like, booze. Xanax and also any opioids she can get her hands on. But I think benzos are her big thing. Okay. Okay. Because she eventually goes to treatment like on camera. Yes, she does. And then one of the things about Rattley later <laughs> is when they go off to. Right. They're talking about the cocaine. Yeah. That she gave some to Renee. And Renee. <gasps> that Vegas trip. That Vegas trip. Oh, Renee that is Vegas out trip is dark. Control. And Renee. Where she has, almost drowned herself in the pool. Yeah. Renee has taken the drugs, mm-hmm. right? And then is mad at Natalie. And Natalie, Natalie's way young. Guys, Natalie was super hot. I think she was driving in from fucking Philly. Was she? Yeah, her and, um, yeah her and what's her face? Well, there were three philly girls eventually two natalie's are both from philly i think and then also the alicia was that her name that the was that whose husband was like literally on trial and she she was literally on trial too she was awaiting sentencing she took a charge with him yeah i know and i'm sure her lawyer was like do not go on that show do not go on that show do not go on that show <laughs> but but um she was really hot and the reason i i mentioned that she's from philly is that they were really scrounging for new blood and mm-hmm. and uh it's not like they were going to do a mob wives Philly. They were just like, we'll figure this out. And so 
She well, they tried to do Mob Wives Chicago, remember? Yeah, it doesn't work. I remember okay. that uh, the only thing I remember is that there was a Jewish woman with curly hair. That's literally <laughs> the only thing I remember from well, that's why, Chicago. You know, guys, Liz just did an episode on Jersey Licious. And I said, I remember that show so well. And I also watched Chicago Licious. But the reason I watched it is because it was in a black salon. And I was like, okay, here are my people. <laughs> I don't remember that. But I. <sighs> there was I a like- guy on there named McCray. And he was a gay guy and he was very flamboyant. And I remember I was living in New York at the time. I'm hanging out with one of my friends and he's like, oh, I got to go. I got to meet McCray. And I was like, McCray from Chicago Licious. And he goes, yeah. He, and I said, I thought I lived in Chicago. He's like, Princess, really? And I was like, oh yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't know why I thought that. Why aren't there more? I'm surprised that there were never a lot of Black uh, salon reality TV shows. Now there are. They were on it. BET and that own. Make, and that TV makes one. sense. <laughs> um, but I'm surprised VH1 never went there. Like especially at the time when Barbershop and then yeah, what was the woman's version of that called? Beauty Shop. Beauty Shop. You know what? I I am going to be revisiting Tabitha Tabitha's salon takeover. And love my love Tabitha. Me too. Love I loved her. it. I love I love when they get mad at her and she goes, You asked me here. And I, <laughs> I love when she's like, and then I love when she like breaks character for a minute and she's like, I love you, gay boy. <laughs> but my favorite was when she would go to the black salons. Cause I'd be like, Tabitha, you are out of your element, baby. Because <laughs> she would be like instructing them. And I'm like, Tabitha. You do not know how to do that hairstyle. Stop it. <laughs> and those are my favorite ones. And I always thought one of them should have got like a spinoff or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Uh, I don't know. But anyway, so we're talking about Rattley. So Rattley is so much younger than Renee. She's mm. not in. These I mean, 30 cr- years younger. Almost. Like she's so fucking much younger. She's like and 25. So, yeah. And so like when she. Dude, when she is talking to Renee and Renee's like, she gave me drugs and I took them. And she's just like, what? Wait, well, don't what? they start calling her Rattley because she, something, Natalie says something about DNA evidence in cocaine and Renee. It's, and they're like, that sounds like something a rat would say. Yes, that is, it's, it's something, she didn't actually rat on anybody's guys. They just were like, she said something that on and Renee was trying to keep it a secret. But Renee, I believe Renee was really struggling with drugs at this point. Um, I mean, I, I I think she might still be struggling with drugs. I wouldn't be surprised if she was. You know how I that think goes. she goes in and out of treatment from what I can tell. It seems like though she's living in Florida and also uh, AJ has a baby or his girlfriend yes. is pregnant. He has a baby. He had a baby a couple of years ago, so he might be having another one. Yeah, I think he might be. And you know, Renee is smothering that child. Oh God. Imagine Sm- being her daughter-in-law. Uh, no, I wouldn't, <laughs> wouldn't do it at all. Okay. The moment, like, <laughs> this might be why my husband married me before introducing me to his family that he, he let me see him for 10 seconds. He was like, here she is. Bye. This might be <laughs> it. <laughs> like AJ would have to do that to me. AJ would have to like, really like orchestrate some way that I never spoke to renee yet i thought i knew her because there's no she's way a, renee's a boyfriend thank god because you know in this season she keeps being like 
Junior's the only, but this is how, this is the only way she would ever have broken up with Junior. They did an interview with her. I think it was the New York Post did an interview because they were really reporting on this all the time. I mean, mm-hmm. they were citing ganglandnews.com <laughs> as their sources, but. Um, oh, there are two babies, by the way. Anthony John and Olivia with an A, Jade. Oh, named after grandpa. And I think AJ's named as a grandpa. Yeah. Um, but I, she says that if, she did not know anything about this. And if Junior had told her, she would have told her father. She would have. Yeah, and of I, course. And I was like, yeah, of course she would. Like, I believe that. Uh, and she said, and they, I, there was something about like, even if that meant he would, uh, Junior wouldn't be here anymore. Um, which I'm like, please don't do interviews talking about how your father is going to kill somebody while he's on <laughs> trial. Please don't do that. I'm sure his lawyer's like, please stop. <laughs> stop right now. But um, I think this is the only way she could ever break up with Junior, right? Yes, a hundred percent. I would bet that if Junior got out of prison a little earlier, she would have fucked him again. Mm. Do you think Junior, do you think AJ writes Junior? That's a good question. Um, yes. I would imagine... I would imagine that AJ and Junior have a decent relationship. I would bet that AJ, I think AJ has some sense. One, I don't think that AJ is nearly as like committed to his grandfather as Renee wants him to be. Um, Right. You just, I mean, maybe he is, maybe he is, but it doesn't, he, the grandfather wasn't really around during AJ's life, as far as we can tell. Not saying he doesn't love him, but I'm like, he's not. No, it's know. not a father figure to him. Like it's his grandpa. Um, I think that AJ is probably just like based off the sensibility that we saw on TV. I would imagine that AJ is very much like you and I are where it's like, well, they were all doing illegal shit. Yeah. And like, is it scummy that my dad turned him in? Like, yeah, it's scummy. But like grandpa shouldn't have been doing that. Like yeah, he didn't I, kill him. Yeah. I really think that. um. I mean, as far as we can tell, like AJ has, obviously we don't really know, but it doesn't seem like AJ has ever desired to be part of the mob life. Like he's never been a street kid as far as we know. Yeah. He was never like running drugs. He was never addicted to drugs. Like he never got in trouble as far as we know. Right. Like, yeah. I mean, I'm sure he recreationally used drugs. I'm no, sure. But I mean, like he's not like big Angie's son. Right. Yeah. He's, like, in and out of prison. <laughs> like, I mean, at, well, he's a drug addict, but also just like in and out of prison and just a fucking mess. Like, I don't think it's like that. Like, I don't think AJ ever really planned on being like his dad or his grandfather. So I would imagine to AJ, it's like what my dad did was fucked up, but what they were all doing was fucked up. Like, I'm sure that AJ, they were always talking about AJ, you should go to college, you should do this, you should do that. You don't want to be on the well, street. And I I feel like I remember Junior talking to him about that. Yeah. Because his grades weren't great, like in season one. Yeah. And they were like, you have to be going to college. Like, I think that it was always understood that AJ was not going to be part of his life. And I think that when you see the devastation, right? Like, not only does he see his mom, he sees his grandma and like yeah. what his grandfather being in prison did to her. I, like if I just feel like I would imagine he and junior just are not that close because they've 
never been that close, right? Like right. Okay. Junior wasn't really around that much. And when he was like Renee and him were fighting, I think. So my guess would be that he maybe he lets, he lets junior call him. He puts the kids on the phone. Mm-hmm. Um, when he gets out, maybe he sees them and he lets the, you know what I mean? But like, yeah, I think that when you're not particularly close to your parent, it's actually easier to forgive them on certain things like that. Right. Cause they can't he, hurt you. Yeah. Cause he's not ruining your relationship because you didn't really have that strong relationship. I think if he and junior were extremely close, that would feel like an ultimate betrayal. Right. Because like, yeah, that that's my father who I respected and I loved. I don't right. think AJ respects his parents very much. So no. I don't think he's that disappointed in his parents. And it's not but like it's not like Junior hasn't been letting him down forever. Exactly. Exactly. So like, is this that much worse than like not really being in his life, getting another woman pregnant on his mother? Yes, like, you have a brother. That's weird age. <laughs> exactly so like I don't really know if this is the betrayal of the lifetime for AJ but I would imagine they're not that close but I think that that would have been the case no matter what happened like I don't think they were ever going to be very close I would bet that AJ and his wife have a nice little family the four of them and I would bet that they're close with her family probably do you think Renee asked about Junior through AJ oh please are you kidding me every time i talk you talk to your father yeah (laughs) yeah he goes mom come up mom mom i know because i mean at this point he's like 30 right because i think he's just a couple years younger than me oh wow aj's 30 because i'm 33 so he's probably between 28 and 30 i would imagine because he's like 17 or 18 right he's 17 in 2012 yeah okay so he's like 27 right now Wow. So he's, he's rounding the corner on 30. So he probably, I mean, I bet he doesn't say, mom, you need to respect my boundaries, but he's like, mom, you know what happens when you talk like that? You know what I'm going to do? Yeah. Okay. Hang up the phone. Now this is all fan fiction based on what I want for AJ. Yes. I understand that. <laughs> yeah, I know. But, but like, it makes sense, right? It, based it's, on like his personality, it does. It makes sense. Now, do you think so? Renee's dad died in 2019, I 19, think. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you think at his funeral, Renee was crying and saying that Junior killed him? Yes. <laughs> I um, yeah. absolutely think that. <laughs> Even though this man had been in the mafia. Yeah, for cares? so many cares. years. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I said, actually, part of she might be it. living in New York. I'm looking at her Instagram and she keeps tagging herself in like a pizza place in New York. So I really don't know. Maybe she went there to see AJ. Maybe AJ still lives in New York. Um, the babies are very cute. I can imagine. I can imagine. I just feel like, like watching this. Oh, one thing I want to talk about. So wait, AJ week- is handsome. No, he's not. Stop. Yes, it. he has a beard and he's wearing glasses. Okay. All oh, right. He looks good. It's possible. I did he's so a lot of short. You. you know what I mean? He's short, but he's he's handsome. We're short. Okay. <laughs> yeah, well, whatever. But he's he's look, I'm looking at christening pictures of the baby mm-hmm. that his wife posted. Um 
it looks like every picture is with her family. I'm not positive yeah. Renee was there. <laughs> if she was there, she did not make it to Andrea's Instagram grid. <laughs> I I bet you Andrea says things like, okay, your mom can yeah. come over for 20 yeah. minutes. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. She's like, oh, no, I wanted to talk she about put, she puts the baby in the outfit that Renee sends and yes. takes the picture. Yes. And if they go, she'll be like, she only goes to Renee's house on the way to someplace else. So that yeah. we can say, I gotta go. Like it's not the destination. Because <laughs> but I want to talk about how so they're talking about Jerry Capisci, um, who I guess is the is the uh the blog one of the bloggers that broke she story. was there by the way sorry not to interrupt but she, oh, was, she was there the- yeah and she didn't make any of andrea's grid posts so i think that tells us all we need to know well liz her mom's she, in pictures she, it looks like her brother's in pictures liz would she make yours no never <laughs> that's right you know that's you andrea's can- cross to bear in this life yeah and you know you know she can't not invite her yeah. Oh my God. Could you imagine? Because that's going to be World War Three, And you know, AJ is, I feel like AJ has kind of gone limp when it comes to Renee. It's not that he's not going to fight with her. Like he will hang up the phone. He will avoid her, but he's, but he's going to say to Andrea, okay, but she's got to come. My mom's got to come. You know, she's I think come. I would imagine that it's either you're no contact completely, or you just let her come around. Yeah, and you don't go her. to her, but she can come to you. Yeah. Okay. You want to talk about this guy? What was his name? Jerry Joe Capizzi. Cap- Jerry Capizzi. And who never gets anything wrong except I screamed when Renee goes, That's just for the record, he's gotten three things wrong. Exactly. <laughs> he, so had there- to rec- he had to recant three things. I'm like, oh, homegirl's hanging by a thread. Right. She at has this moment. to believe it. At this moment, she has to believe it. It's like that's. It's- uh, like and so uh, that's me by the way where I'm like I'm well actually they've been two times they've had to issue a retractment so it can't be real <laughs> I I deeply relate to like you know she was fucking up like going through like 10 years of the blog yeah. to find a recanted well, yeah, statement she was days. oh my god that oh da- well I think I would bet she had been in like an on and off sleeping haze like I think she probably passes out from like 6 a.m to 4 p.m Mm. like on Xanax mm. but like is that sleep you know what I mean like she's like in one of those like am I asleep am I awake type of things ah. she's knocking herself out yeah she's like she can't reason believe you take it benzos. she's like she, she can't believe it and she she loves these men too much her father gave her life but Jir gave her AJ and I was like I don't know why you're giving these guys so much credit your mother gave you life and you gave AJ to Junior. They're like, you carried yeah. AJ for a fucking year, bitch. Like, you, he didn't give you AJ. What are you talking yeah. about? And, but that that's, sounds like some bullshit that, like, when you hate your children's father and they're like, Mommy, why do you hate daddy? Why aren't you guys together anymore? And you're like, I love daddy because without daddy, I wouldn't have had you. <laughs> Which isn't true. I would have fucked some other Italian guy in Staten Island. I would have got a pretty similar guy and i would have named you anthony jr just like i did (laughs) exactly (laughs) because renee's always been a daddy's girl but yeah i think that i can't i'm looking i'm trying to go through my notes to make sure oh at the end the very end renee goes to guys i'm not i don't know anything about catholic 
Catholic. I don't know anything about being Catholic. I went to a Catholic church for a wedding last weekend and I haven't been to a Catholic church in a very long time. And there's a lot of call and response and a lot of up and down. You're up and down, up and down, up and down. And there's like, it's all like ritual based, obviously. So Mm -hmm. the priest says something, then everybody says something back like at 10 times throughout this, the service. And I was like, oh, I don't know any of this. Yeah. Well, she's praying to a statue of Jesus. And I was like, I think that's a thing you do. I think I saw Teresa Giudici's daddy do it one time. Yeah. That family chapel of theirs. Yes. Remember? So that I, gif of her in the, the fur doing the father, son, Holy spirit yes. thing is like the, one of the best gifts of all time. Yeah. Perfect. So I think that's what she's doing. Um, but she, I do doing- like the sign of the cross. I feel like that would be ni- a nice ritual to have in my life. You know, it's the rituals that I want, right? <laughs> I well, yeah, and that's why I like, do on this day. Like, I mean, I like knocking, I knock on wood or like Joshi will like spit on their finger, kind of like, like they'd make a spitting noise on their finger, but I don't really do I know that. that. I've watched the nanny. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they do it on better things a lot. If you watch better things. Um, oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, but I always have thought the sign of the cross feels would be very soothing to do. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I like, I like a dramatic expression when like something bad happens or like, I'm a like. When like, instead of being like, oh, like I would like the idea of having a, a thing to do with my hands. I would like to have a recognizable thing to do. Yeah, so that's that what I mean. Like, see it and they're like, uh-huh, I know what that means. Yeah. yeah uh-huh. Like, God forbid. Like, <laughs> when I'm saying God forbid, I wish I could also do like a dramatic sign of the cross. Oh, when J- Renee was having fun at the thing, every single girl in her in her um, talking head said some version of thank God. And they put them back to back they're like big angels like thank god and then renee was like lord thank you and then ramona was like thank the heavens above thank god like it was very funny i was like this is like this show is funny to me in a lot of ways it is funny i mean not particularly this episode but it's funny and like i keep saying guys it's the reason i like big Ange because she is like so funny yeah, she's she's good. Like, I can't believe I well, I do she did get a spinoff, but I can't believe this is her first time on reality TV. Like she didn't get on family feud I or I did like when she talked about when I got arrested, they drove me around for hours saying you're gonna be an informer. I noticed she said informer, not informant. <laughs> you're gonna be an informer. And I said no. And I was like, yeah, but you probably should have because you had two little babies and you were like facing coke charges. Yeah, I mean, this is probably 1981. Yeah. So- <laughs> yeah, I, I think she, that is literally when. <laughs> yeah, but Renee's standing at her like altar and she's saying, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And again, Renee, what are you sorry about? Are you sorry because you you were so desperate for this piece of man that you brought him back in the family but again i don't think that's her fault i don't if she's she she thinks she's done something bad she needs to atone for so her dad can get out i feel it's hard to watch renee it's just hard it's Uh, it's hard because honestly for the same reason that i fear watching amber portwood's instagram lives (laughs) always scared that one day she might do something bad on an Instagram live, whatever that may be. I understand something that you, um, that you can't unwatch something that you cannot wa- unwatch. And Renee gives me that same feeling because I think they're both that 
like that manic energy, but like while being so upset and so impulsive is like very scary to watch because that's the type of person that hurt. Like that's the type of energy you need to like really hurt yourself. Yeah. And that's why it's so scary. Like imagine being at Renee's house and then she just like runs around, like grabs a knife and is like, should I do it? Like, I think she's that type of person. Yeah. I also think that you're right about her being like knocked out till like 4 PM. Then she starts drinking. Right. Yeah. And she then, stumbles down the stairs, tripping over shit. Yeah. AJ, you're so upset. And AJ's not even there. And then she goes, well, he's like, he's like eating a bowl of cereal after school. And she's like, I'm so sorry. You're so upset. And he's like, just don't eating cereal. Yeah. He's like, I should have never came here. And then, <laughs> and then I think she gets going. Right. And I think Maybe she's the type she gets that's calling going. like all night long. And then like, she's calling you at fucking two o'clock not me because i'm on do not disturb everybody i love is in the song <laughs> but she's calling people at two o'clock in the fucking morning screen oh. crying when you answer the phone because you think something and you're like you think something's happened nothing has happened it's yeah. still the or same thing. or i think that she will send like a frantic text and oh. then not answer her phone for three days oh my god <laughs> that is the, oh. so then yeah. you're like having to go over to her house and pound on the door yeah, you think she's you think she's finally done it. Like you know? I really think that she's that person that she's like, I just don't see why this is worth it. Like some vague, like very vague shit that like could mean she's gonna hurt herself, but also could just not mean that at all. But you're already worried about her. I had a friend that was like this. I had keyword because it was yeah. like very emotionally manipulative and yeah, like abusive. or she's like she texts you some like instructions, like just make sure AJ exactly like just make sure aj knows i love him like yeah and then just like won't answer for a significant period of time like i said i had a friend that did this and it was me too it was really abusive like that's what it is like it's not and i understand that renee is like well first not only is she not like mentally in the right place like she's intoxicated when she's doing this but like i can't have that type of energy in my life it's not fair to put that on other people like that Right. Um, it's really hurtful in a lot of ways and to like make people in your life panic like that. Cause you're playing on their feelings for you. Ex- exactly. It's very manipulative, but I want to like be clear that I don't, I don't think she's doing it with like ill intent. I think she's unwell. You know what I mean? Like she's, she needs something or somebody and she's like reaching out and this is a way to get attention. This is a yeah. way. And I'm not saying and then that she comes out for 12 hours while you're yeah. frantically calling her. And then you have to go bang on her fucking door. And she's like, what? Why? Yeah. What? Smoking a cigarette at the kitchen counter. <laughs> I love watching her smoke inside. It's such a thrill. You know, I've never smoked. But one thing I love about smokers is when they put the cigarette in their mouth and they and they're still talking, but they're pinching it in their mouth. They're talking around it before they light it. I was uh-huh. like, I'm, I've always wanted to do that. It feels it's great. Such, Let me yeah. tell you, it feels so good. And you're like, you put it in there like, anyway, so what are you, sir? I and fucking it- <laughs> love smoking cigarettes. Smoking cigarettes is one of life's greatest joys. Are you, do you think about going back to smoking cigarettes ever? Mm, well, the weird thing is about cigarettes. It's the one thing I can like easily quit when I need to. I, oh, Really? Please don't ask me why. I know that's like the most insane thing anybody's ever said, and it does not sound believable, but it's true. And so I still will smoke a cigarette every once in a while. Um, like one of my friends will roll cigarettes for us. I really like the luxury of that. Um, 
I, sometimes in Florida, I would like buy a pack and smoke two of them and then give them to somebody that was panhandling because I never wanted more than two. Um, so, and like, if I'm with somebody that's smoking, I'll have a cigarette, but yeah. like rarely, I don't let myself buy them. And also one day I really wanted to buy a jewel. And I'm, then I was like, I didn't know how to ask for the, ju- I was like, I need a teenager to like, come and help <laughs> me buy this. Like you're standing outside asking a teenager about you a jewel. True. I was like at Wawa and I was like, what, how do you even ask? Like one jewel, please. And I'm glad that I didn't because I think that I would get really, I think that would be my downfall. I think like for whatever reason, I'd be inside. able to take or leave. Yeah. And all, I like know the way that I like to do things like I think all day long that would be in and out I remember one night with Maria actually when she was in Florida mm-hmm. she had a jewel and I like hit it all night and the next day it's such a fucking bad headache and I was like why do I have such a headache and it's like oh yeah because I smoked like a pack and a half of cigarettes last night essentially yeah. just like on the jewel and I was like oh I can't get a jewel <laughs> lord I'm like I'm old enough that in my when I was in high school like the way people got cigarettes is they went to the bowling alley and bought a machine. Like it was. Like I the, worked at a place that had a cigarette machine until like 2011 or 12. Yeah, it, and that machine was gone. Like I, I graduated high school in 1998. That that mm-hmm. mach- cigarette machine was gone in 2000. But yeah. even in 1998, I was like, I can't believe we still have this fucking machine here, and it's off in the corner. You just go buy cigarettes from it. And I always remember like. My friends would be like, do you sure you don't want a cigarette? And I was like, no, I can't. Um, I can't just, I can't be having a recurring payment like that. <laughs> I can't. I love that you're always, you're always just financially concerned about it. No, I, on the other poor. hand, was like, cigarettes are very cool. I want to smoke them. And no, I started I just smoking poor. them very young. And Wendy's brought back that Asagio, Asagio, whatever that shit is, that <laughs> ranch thing. And I was like, I need to save up my money for that. Hardy's is doing a peach shake. No, 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 no. I got library fines. I can't God, I remember cigarettes. my friend's dad smoked cool cigarettes and he oh would buy them by the carton. And so we would just like take, pa- we were like 11. It's really bad. And we would just like take packs of cigarettes and I we would sit in his car, be- like his work truck and like just smoke cigarettes. And I was like, I'm the coolest person on earth. This is how I'm a drug addict because I was like, <laughs> cigarettes and drugs are cool. Cause I'm not no. a loser. I understand. Well, when, you, when you buy a cart of cigarettes, that's when you're a smoker. Yeah. Um, when I first went to rehab, I called my dad on the second day and I was like, you need to bring me a carton of cigarettes. And he was like a carton because I wasn't <laughs> really a smoker. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I only smoke occasionally. He's like, what do you need with a carton of cigarettes? I was like, all anybody does here is smoke cigarettes. Yeah. And yeah. That's all anybody. I was smoking like a pack and a half a day in rehab. Maybe See, more. So Liz um, listens to the Patreon stuff and I am going to have you on because we're doing celebrity rehab. And when you were telling me, because one of the things I always say is that like, I don't think I will make it in rehab or jail or well, maybe in jail, but I just like to sleep all the time. And I can't imagine being up at 1.30 in the morning smoking cigarettes. I don't smoke. I don't want to smoke. I got through, I was a waitress and a bartender for many years. And I never started smoking guys. So that tells you, I do not want to smoke cigarettes. So you were telling me that I shouldn't have to worry about that, that I could go to sleep and it wouldn't be a big deal because most, a lot of people were asleep all the time. Mm-hmm, I got, did not have to join a cigarette mafia. You got sleeping pills. <laughs> you would go, you would get your trazodone or your Seroquel, depending, you know, and then you would knock out. You would eat some food and you would knock out. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, you would be, but there are definitely people that stay up smoking all night. I actually had stopped smoking cigarettes for quite a while. And then right before that year before I went to rehab, maybe I don't remember when it was, but I was smoking a lot because I was working at this golf club that let us have smoke breaks. So like, what was I going to do? Not smoke cigarettes like an idiot? Like, come on. I, I find it funny that your friends, what was your, your friend's dad was white? Mm-hmm. And he smoked cools? Mm-hmm. Like Renee smokes Newports. And I was like, okay, Renee's been around a lot of black people. Well, yeah, but also a lot of drug addicts smoke Newports. Why? I don't know. People like people, if you smoke Newports, you smoke Newports. You know what I mean? Yes. Like my mom smoked like Newports. Oh my boyfriend did. If you smoke Newports, like you smoke a Newport 100. Um, I don't know. I don't know why a lot of drug addicts do. I I think it's just like I I honestly don't know. I was it not has really something a to do with filters person. that I don't know about because I don't know. Yeah, the filter does feel really nice on a Newport. Um, oh, I was a in high school as a parliament light fan because my cousin Alexis <laughs> smoked parliament lights and like she smoked parliament lights and would get like beach towels in the mail and shit <laughs> <laughs> like back when they could still send you like promotional gear yes my like, mom did too my mom used to always my mom used to have like marble miles. jackets <laughs> uh-huh remember the marble like yes. my friend had like a marble sleeping bag <laughs> like, and then then I smoked marble lights for a long time uh. All right. I don't even think they're called lights anymore. What they're not they allowed to call them that. They're like, if you go to the store and you ask for marble lights, they'll give you marble lights. But I think they're technically called like marble golds or silvers or something. They're not allowed to call cigarettes light because there's no such thing as a light cigarette. I'm telling you, like, it's, my 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 daughter was telling me, she, she was talking about like a visit with her bio family one time. She was like, yeah, and... She was just doing drugs right inside at the play place. And it was terrible. And I was like, oh my God, what kind of drug? And she was like, cigarettes. And I was like, oh, I used to go get Nana cigarettes for her all the time. You know what's crazy? They really almost eradicated smoking. And then tobacco companies were like, hold up. Here's a vape and it's just as cool as cigarettes. And all the teens were back in. Yeah. Yeah. So weird. But if I saw somebody with a pack of cigarettes, I would freak the fuck out. Okay. It's very unusual. All right, Liz, we've talked forever. I don't remember anything else we need to talk about. I really hope you don't just like go out and buy a carton of cigarettes because I just talked about it forever. No, (laughs) no, I won't. But thank you for having, thank you for having me on. That's because I'm, I'm usually on your show. Thank you for coming on. Yeah. And then when like you realize you have to wrap it up on my show, you're like, all right, let's wrap it up. (laughs) Yeah. You can find me at. (laughs) Yeah. So go ahead and wrap it up, Liz. Where can they find you? You can find me on my podcast. That's about teen mom. It's called feathers in my hair. It comes out every Sunday. Princess is on many episodes. So if you're a fan and you just like to hear princess talking, even if you don't care about teen mom, you should just come and listen to me and princess talk. Um, Also, I have a Patreon that's called Liz explains it all where I talk about it all uh last week's episode was on jersey licious before that was juggalos this coming up i have real housewives of new jersey um i'm gonna do a an episode on the charlie d'amelio hulu show that's the darkest thing i've watched in months so yeah, you're watching that you're really watching i'm watching it is first it's we can't get into it but it's like the darkest thing these kids are like i never want to go outside i want to die because i'm so famous <laughs> like and the parents wow. are like we're just having fun <laughs> wow are <laughs> like, the, the, the kids oh. yeah they're like 
they're making money through the kids. Like yeah. they're like, it, when this is not fun anymore, we're going to stop. And then like Charlie's laying in bed in like the complete dark having a panic attack before having to leave the house. And Dixie is like sobbing over people not like hear music. And the parents were like, look, like it's just fun. <laughs> like, no, you like the millions of dollars. That I love when you talk about like YouTube people and TikTok people, because like there's so many times you'll say this episode is about this person. I'm like, I don't, who the fuck is that? And it, you do a really good job of explaining because I don't watch YouTube. Oh, I downloaded TikTok. I s- opened it and then I immediately closed it, but I will open it again. But- I, I have lots of times that I've been wanting to send you sassy babies mm-hmm. that I didn't because I wasn't sure if you had the app and it like wouldn't let me download the video. So now I'll send you sassy baby likes because I know you oh, like sassy, sassy babies. Oh my God. I love boss bitch babies doing their thing <laughs> my my timeline is full my for you page is full of a boss this this boss bitch baby i'm so i'm a little intimidated because i'm like i need to like teach the algorithm what i want like that's i've been ex- on tiktok that's the thing that sucks is that like you have to teach algorithm i remember my friend just being like i don't get it and i was like just just scroll for like two hours and then you'll get it and then she's like oh yeah i get it like you just have to teach it and it learns very quickly but yeah. I understand the overwhelming feeling of like I don't want to get into this yeah. and I don't want to see any content I don't like like yeah mm-hmm. I, I get it as someone who won't even watch commercials like imagine me watching a TikTok I don't like yeah. <laughs> like it just it, being I, I will tell you though it learns quickly okay good 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 but yeah when you're talking I love when you on the show when you talk about YouTube people and explain everything about them and TikTok people and stuff because I'm like yeah because I don't know who this person is and I'm still not gonna know who this person is when we're done but at least I'm gonna know why people talk about them all the time like <laughs> well, somebody said nice Tana compliment. Mojo and I was like I know mm-hmm. who that is I, yeah. I couldn't pick her out I think she's pretty but other than that I know I, but I know exactly why you're talking about her. I know why you're she's one of famous. the few people who can say our last name so I mean that's a problem well that's how you said it. is that not how she says it that is but it's spelled not like that so people don't know how to say her name well, but I love that you spelled. do because you don't see her name spelled you just exactly. hear me it. <laughs> and Caroline Calloway stuff you're so good with that like guys Liz is like a real internet person um true. and I just feel like you have your you just know oh Liz is willing to talk about the plaths right mm-hmm. Liz that's has a whole true. I did a plath on. episode yeah not that long ago yeah so oh, like, I did it on feathers in my hair actually yes and I you did not listen, listen for free. to it because I'm scared so like I just feel like oh you should listen to it I like I get why you don't want to watch the show but I think you would you would like that episode because I'm just talking about the destruction of a family what if what if I like it what if I listen to it and I like it and I get to watch it it's a risk but I will tell you the one nice thing about it even though you know I'm also scared of blonde-haired Aryan nightmares don't (laughs) like them not one bit but I will say watching a real-time destruction of a Christian fundamentalist family is rewarding but are they really Christians? Oh, yes. They are Christians. Yes. They're like in, they're independent fundamentalist Baptists. Oh, they're independent. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. They're Duggar home church style. Yeah. So guys, listen, if you are like, if you listen to my, my show, if you're wasting five bucks a month on me, Liz is definitely worth it. Okay. You get a new, some, some new shit every week. And she, I mean, she does things so you don't have to, that, that should be the fucking, that should be the tagline. I watched it. So By the way, before we sign off, my friend that I used to work with just sent me a screenshot of one of the dramatic girls that we worked with. 
I'm on her Facebook because she keeps me updated. Yeah, because you have to. She's yeah. you got to keep her names in your life, but far, far exactly. away. Exactly. I well, and I'm not even Facebook friends with her. I need my friend Judy to send me the messages. Yeah, yeah. All right, Liz. Have a good right, Friday night, class. girl. Thank you. I'm going to bed. <laughs> Bye. Bye.